Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It for the Show, your favorite show where every week I talk to people, I talk about my life, and it's hilarious. This week we had a great show with special guest Tyler Smith. He's a comedian, he hosts his own online cooking show where the catch is it's cooking with weed. We had a really fun chat, obviously talking about drugs, about things that uh, we did in college with them, you know, getting in trouble with the police and, and all sorts of stuff. So if you're a fan of marijuana, then you'll definitely like this show. And if you're not, then I don't know, go downtown and buy a joint and, and change your life. <laughs> uh, otherwise, we talk a bit about the California State Fair. Um, I contemplate becoming super Christian because I make a pact with, I guess, Jesus, and it works out. But anyway, uh, another fun show, and might not have a show next week, so if that breaks your heart, then I love you because you're a great fan. I don't know, maybe listen to an old show with mm, Josh Redden. I, I really like those shows. I had fun listening back to those when I made the 100th show. Or what's another great show? You know what's a great show is the David McCullough show. It's called like Pizza, Coffee, something or other. I really, I really enjoyed that show. So anyhow, here we are. It's episode 103 of Save It For The Show. Thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, here she is. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show, episode 103. This is Dan Fields, and with me this week, I have a special guest, a comedian from lovely Seattle, Washington, Mr. Tyler Smith. What's up, man? Hey, man. How are you? How are you doing? (laughs) Good. (laughs) So Tyler and I don't know each other at all. Zero. We have a mutual friend, good friend of mine, and uh, Barbara's your cousin, right? Yeah, she's my she's my cousin, and she uh, introduced us. Yeah, so Barbara's a friend of mine. She listens to the show, and she said, Dan, you have to talk to my cousin Tyler. He's hilarious. He's a comedian. He has a, a cooking show with weed. And I said, <laughs> hell yeah, sign me up. That's This is a person I want to talk to. Right. And my cousin was like, uh, hey, I have this friend who has a podcast. And I'm right off the bat, I'm skeptical because it's my cousin. <laughs> right, of course. And you're like, great, everyone has a podcast. Every idiot in the world <laughs> right. these days. But thanks for making the time. Thanks for coming on. No, and, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. it'll be fun. So, like I said, you, <laughs> so you're a stand-up. And, you know, obviously you're a fellow that enjoys uh, the marijuana. I do too. I, I don't smoke it as much as I used to, but I, God, I sure did a lot. I know. Well, I have kids <laughs> and I, I kind of feel bad. Like I will casually do it maybe once or twice a month, but yeah. I feel like I have a newborn too. So I have to like be on my a game and that's I, fair. That's fair. I, mean? so. I, I would have no idea what that's like. I am I'm a single bachelor, so I can I can get high all the time. <laughs> there you go. With no one to disappoint. It's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's I, a good feeling. I, I that's a, enjoy <laughs> that feeling for as long as you can. For as man. Long. So I I having kids I have this unspoken rule with my wife, like we both can't get super fucked up at the same time. You know? Oh we, for sure. We both can't be super high, like only one of us is allowed to get that point because 
as soon as uh, let's just say we both just got drunk high did heroin whatever then one of my kids would explode and have to go to the hospital like invariably something terrible would happen so one of us always has to be ready to just drive a kid to the hospital in case their dick falls off or something so you know wait i'm sorry you're breaking up a little bit oh that's okay can you hear me now yeah 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 so right. if, the, if your kid goes to the hospital, is that like a fear of yours? If you're like fucked up, is that what you're thinking? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if we're both messed up and all of a sudden one of us has to just put on our parent hat and drive. Oh, yeah, uh, that's the worst. That, that That's terrifying to me. So anyhow, but no, I enjoy it. Obviously, you do too. And when, yeah, when she told me about you had a cooking show with weed, I was excited because I had an idea to do that once. And I watched a few of yours and it's great. So <laughs> thank what, you. Yeah, what kind of got you into to doing that and you know um, making well it? to always supplement my income I was cooking uh, marijuana edibles on the side. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, it was kind of like a wild frontier, <laughs> you know, back like five years ago. Sure. Uh, when we had a we have medical dispensaries, but um, there wasn't any uh, small companies or anybody providing them with edibles really mm-hmm. so uh i uh had done it a bunch of times i mean i had made a ton of oil and butters like all through high school and college i think the first time i ever cooked with marijuana i was 17 maybe 16 <laughs> nice. and i made butter for popcorn i thought it was brilliant nice <laughs> anyways <laughs> Um, so I've always been doing it. So I, uh, when I went to the store and I saw they didn't have anything, I was like, Hey, uh, you know, I could, uh, cook you guys some, some like brownies or something and you can, you know, sell them or give them away or whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. cool. like you can give me some free pot and I can, uh, cook you some brownies. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, they were super excited. So like, this is my first time ever going into a dispensary right after I got my medical card. Um, I've had my medical card for like an hour and, uh, <laughs> this guy gives me a pound of marijuana and tells me, go, like, go make what you can make out of this. Nice. <laughs> so like, I just got thrown into the deep end right off the bat. That's um, funny. It was it, cool. You're, it's funny that you say like, you know, make butter, make oil, because I remember in college and this is, I went to school, I don't know, like eight years ago and there was the internet and all that, of course, but it wasn't as easy to find. You couldn't just Google like pot, you know, butter recipe or anything like that. So my dumb roommate, he said he was going to make brownies with pot and he just made brownies and then just like threw pot in it. So it just like had, it was gross and it, oh, it, yeah. it, it didn't even really totally get as high. <laughs> it's totally wrong. And so we ate a bunch of it. It didn't work. Then the next weekend, my friend who knew the right way to do it, did it with, you know, he made the butter. He did the whole thing. I ate about the same amount. And dude, I'm I'm still high. I think from eight years ago, <laughs> all that that shit. And the other thing too, it's so funny is it just it lasts so long because your body's just breaking it down. So it really it hits all your cannabinoid receptors throughout your body. Apparently, <laughs> sure does. It, it sure does. On my thirtieth birthday, a guy I work with, I hadn't had an edible in a long time. He got me a cookie, and and I did the same thing. It's like I didn't learn from my mistake. I just ate it, and it was a, it was a long night in my mm-hmm. house to I'm a, I'm a baby though when it comes to that stuff edibles are potent people always forget it i uh i'm kind of a champ when it comes to that stuff i usually it doesn't even phase me that much anymore i have i i am super guilty of like keeping a 
like a whole bag of cookie dough that's infused in my freezer that I'll nibble on. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you have a cooking show about it. I'd hope you'd be a, a champ when it comes to eating it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I, I, uh, I'm not the greatest cook, but I can handle my edibles for sure. <laughs> See, that's what my, so my idea for my cooking show was I would just get super high because I'm a really good cook. <laughs> so I'd get super high and then like, you know, say, all right, I'm going to cook a, a Dorito crusted tilapia, whatever, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like some stoner ass meal. And then of course be really high while I did it. But Never panned out. A fancy stoner meal. I like it. Yeah. Maybe we should join forces and, you know. For sure. For sure. Do that. (laughs) I'm too scared to get a weed card. So I live in California where it's as, I think it's as legal as Washington. But we're more legal than you guys now. Oh, are you? Okay. Because we have recreational weed. So everybody can buy it and everybody can smoke it here. Oh, then you're definitely much more than me. But I have this sort of thought in my head. I still think maybe I could be the president one day, which is no. ridiculous since I have this dumb podcast where I talk about like <laughs> fucking a couch and stupid shit like that. I'm never going to be the president, but I feel like it's very real. Like if I have a card that says like it's on my permanent record or something, I don't know why Wait. I'm scared. I don't, you know, they keep a list, so who knows what they're going to do with it. They're going to round us I, up. Um, I figured when I first got my card, like, I might get put on some list and it might potentially hurt my career, but then I uh, realized that I wanted to be a comedian, and there's there's nothing get really hurt by uh, getting a card, I guess, really. There you go. Exactly, man. Hey, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Would it be bad if you went inside, or what oh, is it? sure, sure, sure. Only because it's, I, every time a car drives by, it, it picks it up. I don't want to be a pain in the ass, though. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a diva. This show's a... <laughs> Your listeners, they have a certain, you know, uh, standard, set standards for their for their guest. On you your know, show, sure. sure. Well, I want, you to so- I want you to sound good, who's, too, man. Who's this bum on the street you're interviewing? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Let me turn off this giant fan too. It's like ninety degrees in Seattle right now. This is unheard of. So oh, okay. That's why I'm like inside for half a second and I'm just melting. Oh man, yeah. Oh, that sounds like sounds like you're in a studio now. Sounds good. Perfect. All right. I, if it makes you feel any better, yeah, I'm in my office slash studio and I have to turn all my shit off too when I get a little hot in here. It's in Sacramento. It's hot as shit right now. I bet, but you chose that life. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. I'm up here in the swamplands of Seattle. It's supposed to be super cool. Not even swamplands, the, uh, the the Pacific Northwest, the uh, I don't know, majestic wetlands, I guess. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, breezy and misty, and I, I love Seattle. I, I spent a lot of time up there. My old job, we had an office up there. It's a it's a great great town. It's so great. It's even better now with our uh, legalized pot. I love it. It's so funny. Um, that we have like this whole new frontier that's just opened up for us. It's really cool. I mean, you guys, Denver, I mean, what's what's so nice too about weed finally being legal in these areas is I think at first people said, oh man, it's going to fucking, the town's going to burn down <laughs> and everyone's going to just go crazy. And clearly it's not. It's, it's right. making money. It's being taxed. It's a good thing. And it's it's nice to see. So yeah, so it's working out well for Seattle. I'm glad to hear that true though we only really have one store open and it's been sold out i think since it's opened (laughs) oh really 
It's ridiculous. Because the store actually itself sells, um, it, they sell weed that's twice the price of uh, anywhere in like the medical markets. Mm. It's pretty ridiculous. But people are excited to buy it from the government and it's super legal. So, yeah. You know, everybody's been flooding the stores. It was funny. I don't know if you heard about it, but this guy, uh, one of the first people to buy from the store who like camped there, waited for it to open. Uh, was on the news for buying weed, the first legal uh, customer, and uh, lost his job because he's not supposed to smoke pot. <laughs> oh, no. What was he like? He wasn't a school bus driver or something. No, he? he was like a warehouse worker or something like that. Like, he oh. still he operated heavy machinery. But, well, see, uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's fucked up. You know, like, that doesn't mean he came to work high. Right? You it, know? Exactly. Exactly. It sucked. But uh, I think he uh, started a... A get me a job campaign and this company ended up hiring him back it was like a big good pr issue <laughs> i know really Jeez. well good for them so before though when it wasn't legal did you ever get in any scraps with the long arm of the law for uh smoking? um you know there was uh there's never really been any close calls but maybe like once in college but i've i don't know i i've always been pretty smart with my handlings um good well, one time about there was one time i was in i was at a, <laughs> so in college i had a rowdy college experience um, yeah where'd you go to school washington state university oh, okay go Cougs. Ugh, i hate that i just said that anyway <laughs> <laughs> um so we my the fraternity i was in we uh threw a triad just a, a party with three other fraternities and we uh hired afro man to come give us a private show (laughs) right so uh you have to smoke weed when you're with afro man (laughs) of course so um we all we were smoking and we uh we we were like smoking in our cars because we had to drive to an event and uh it was really snowy and we ended up getting in a little fender bender like nothing serious just kind of slid into somebody or somebody slid at us i can't really Mm -hmm. remember but uh our car just reeked like pot. Everybody reeked like pot. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, there's cops there because they're, like, um, like uh, you know, directing traffic or whatever because it was a big event. Sure. And uh, they run over to see what's going on with us. And I'm like, oh, God. And our, our driver is <laughs> from out of town, so he has no idea. And he's freaking out. Like, everything smells like weed. We're going to go to jail. Oh, and the no. cop the cop shows up and it's uh he's an alumni from my fraternity. <laughs> oh, that did <laughs> like it. Just that small town, you know, <laughs> like it was so perfect. I'm like, oh hey brother Ely. <laughs> What's up? That's funny. <laughs> I wonder how many times he's been ready to bust someone's ass and then he finds out they're a frat brother and he's like, All right, man. Just... <laughs> I know at least of two events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. My I, my worst thing. I, I told the story on the show, so I won't go into it. But I got clipped on in college too, and the reason I got in such big trouble is because I I sold like a little like I pinched off a, a tiny bit for, to some girls, and I sold it to them. And it turned out they were underage, and they were there in college visiting their sister who was a student. They were in high school, Ooh. so yeah. So the rap was like selling narcotics to a minor, and it was. It was lame. Oh, jeez. Wait, how did, they, how did anybody find out, though? 
Well, I took them in my car to smoke, and the school police caught us in my uh, car. Yeah, the school police. You always I, run from them, man. They're not real cops. <laughs> well, I didn't realize. I, I thought they were real cops. I mean, they turned on the lights. They were ready to get me. <laughs> right. Their plastic badges are so shiny. <laughs> I, I should have just ran. I almost oh, yeah. did, and who knows? My whole life would have been different. But it didn't go on my quote-unquote permanent record. Anyhow, I had, to, I had to go to, like, drug rehab. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll make you do that. I know. I know. So I asked uh, my listeners if uh, anybody had any questions. We, we got a few, so let me let me fire here for you. So you mentioned you were making butter when you were seventeen. Somebody wrote in to ask, you know, what was the first time you ever smoked? First time I ever smoked, I was, <laughs> you know, I wonder if this is like my cousin trying to figure out dirt on me. My... <laughs> <laughs> oh well, anyway, this is really old, I guess. Long time ago, um, I was fourteen. And I uh, I smoked with my friend. We uh, his dad had a pipe, and we uh, we scraped it and smoked resin at this oh. in this barn. <laughs> a resin bowl for the first time. Yep. And uh, I some people say you don't get high your first time. I got super high. I laughed my ass off. I loved it instantly. Loved it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I haven't. I never. I maybe quit for maybe like. Six months when I was 18, but I've always pretty much been a pretty big smoker. I got high the first time too. I was, I don't, I was in ninth grade, so I don't know how old that is, like 15 maybe or 16. 14. And I was going to a Metallica concert. Well, that's just the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. And I went with some older guys and we were in their car and we got to the concert. And I, they're like, hey man, like you, you want to take a hit off this? It was like an after-school special, like just happening, unfolding <laughs> in front of my eyes. And of course, I did, and it was great. Um, it wasn't a resin bowl. It's funny, like I, I haven't smoked a resin bowl in a while. I remember, like in college, there's sort of like, you know, you're skimping by. You barely have any money. Oh, for sure. And let's say you get a new sack, and it's like the world is your oyster. You load like the biggest bowl the world has ever seen. And if if a little bit falls in the ground, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's cool. Like, uh, I'll, I'll I'll pick that up later, or maybe not. But then when you get to the bottom Push and up. you're and you're out, and you know you're like, ah, oh, man, are we, are we gonna scrape this resin bowl? My roommate was always like, no, we're saving it, and you know we're we're gonna <laughs> save the resin until that final one day when it's like a first aid emergency. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's good times. Um, but now that you're a grown ass man, and now that you know it's grown ass man, never <laughs> I have never smoked a resin bowl. <laughs> like not like not never. I'm sorry. I have, it feels like it's been forever. Yeah, uh, it's at like, least at least five years. I don't know. <laughs> it seems very tawdry. It seems very like uh, it's like drinking like the cheapest vodka ever. Like exactly. A, like it's know. been a long time since I've had a four loco. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Exactly. Uh, all right, somebody wrote in and said, what's the weirdest thing you've ever smoked out of? Like, I'm assuming they mean, you know, people smoke out of an apple or, right. I don't know, a weird bong. Like, what, any weird stories with that? And I promise we won't just talk about weed the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I couldn't say anything off the top of my head. Uh, um, I smoked, uh, shoot. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, interesting, but I have this really funny story about when I was way younger. I made my own uh, like four person hookah, Ooh. and uh, it was so dumb because we melted the plastic to make it kind of like work. 
And when we first smoked it, it was pretty much like breathing in poisonous gases. And oh. like all three of us started vomiting instantly. Oh. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a kid thing to do. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. And but I don't know. I guess that would be the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest thing, the vomit machine right there. Did you, did you get rid of it or you're like, well, you know, maybe we'll just smoke out of it a couple of times? I wanted to hold on to it because it took me so long to make it, <laughs> uh, but I just threw it away in a big dumpster because we were like 16, 17. That's fine. I, if I got caught with that, I might lose my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. That, that's like the equivalent of smoking something that's laced with God knows what. Yours was laced with arsenic. <laughs> exactly. Some weird uh, Chinese plastic. <laughs> Uh, once, yeah, one time I was in college, I, I, this is totally unrelated. A roommate of mine would, was, would drink like cleaner, like some sort of fucking, uh, like wood varnish. It was awful. And he had, he had a seizure. It was Jesus. Yeah. I I guess when you have no money and you're an idiot, you're willing (laughs) to do anything to, to feel a buzz. Uh, yeah. I think the worst thing we ever did when we were kids is we drank cough syrup, but <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's pretty benign, I guess. I mean, right. I mean, sip- you're bad to drink it. <laughs> right. People be sipping on syrup, uh, you know, like it's no big deal. Um, <laughs> Robo tripping. That's what kids go. called it. <laughs> Robo tripping. I know. Right. Um, one time I smoked out, we used to do that out of a can and I hated doing that. Like, speaking of your plastic wing where it just tastes gross. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you just see the paint disappear on the can while you're doing it. You're like, great. This is like, not, can't be good. <laughs> no, now I'm really killing myself. This is naughty. <laughs> exactly. I shouldn't do this. So are you one of these guys that's like, you have a strain you like and, and a flavor and a, and a thing like you're, you're super into a certain kind or are you um, just kind of, you know, do whatever right suits now, you now in like, I mean, I would normally, there was like a strain that I always liked. Um, like I, I love my, my, my super lemon haze, but, uh, now at, in like this level that now I'm just trying to find farmers that I like, you know, <laughs> like a, you're like a guy like a wine guy who likes a certain exactly. vineyard i need to find a good vineyard <laughs> and like i found this recent one that i've been really enjoying lately they uh they have this strain that's called cinderella 99 and it it tastes like uh fruit loops and pez candy kind of much mashed together a little bit wow <laughs> it is super good what do you what do you think they do like i have no clue about how growing works or anything like that what is what does this guy do in order to make it special to him like his own heisenberg sort of yeah thing? um it's a lot of uh um, they're cross-pollinating with uh, certain strains to try and find their own really okay see whatever works so they have males and they they, they just pollinate their own females and get the seeds and then do it over again and uh you can uh you can go through a couple generations pretty quick with uh, plants, I mean, it only takes them like a couple weeks until they're uh, they're sprouting, you know. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Have you ever grown your own? Oh, for sure. I um, you're allowed to grow 15 plants with oh, wow. uh, your medical license in Washington. That's cool. So when I uh, when I first got mine, I, I started growing like five years ago. Mm-hmm. I had um, I had like a little setup in my uh, my third story walk up. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the the safest thing, but it was. It was cool. It, it was actually pretty safe. It was just. It, it always. It was. It was risk of flooding because I had a hydroponic garden. Oh, okay. 
that's I, I feel like I would fuck it up. I mean, I, I can't keep uh, herb or anything like uh, rosemary alive in my garden, let alone some special. Because it seems like it takes a lot of sort of care to make it work. It does. I mean, it is a weed, so it's going to grow. But um, if you want it to be really awesome, then you have to take pretty good care of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I and I'm, I'm pretty uh, hands-on, so I had a pretty good pretty good farm at one point <laughs> nice good for you man so okay so now you're a stand-up so you, you, it sounds like you went to college and you know i doubt you went to like you know humor school or, or clown college what made you get into comedy and you know try to pursue that as a career um i've always i guess i've always wanted to do stand-up comedy i just never uh really thought of it as a possibility mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's never it's always like you know that's never gonna happen i guess Sure. There's no way I'm ever going to find a comedy club. I live in Seattle. It's right. just a pipe dream. Um, uh, but uh, let's see. At the time, like this was, I started about five years ago. Um, in September, it'd be five years ago, actually. Uh, and uh, I was working out at a gym, and I ran into an old friend of mine from college, and he was doing stand-up. He told me that. Uh, that he'd been doing it for a little bit, and he was getting gigs, and I was like, no fucking way, because you're so unfunny. So, <laughs> <laughs> I figured this has got to be super easy. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm teasing, by the way. I love that guy, if he, if he listens. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I went my first night. Like, uh, a while back, I went to this place called Giggles in uh, over by the university, and... Uh, it's been a, it's been a pretty wild ride ever since, I guess. <laughs> so, is that what you do full time? I mean, or do you have another way to pay the bills? Uh, I still uh, do a lot of. Uh, I'm still hands on in the medical industry. Gotcha. Like I still, I still work with vendors because um, now, being kind of popular, I've, I've met a lot of farmers. Nice. And uh, I know a lot of dispensaries, so I can like introduce people. <laughs> yeah. You're like a new business guy for weed and slash right. like a, som- a sommelier for like a wine or something. That's exactly. a cool gig. Good for you, like, dude. Right. It's kind of like a broker, I guess. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way of putting it. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm sort of um, I'm, I'm building up the courage to, to get on stage, I think, and, and, t- and try my own hand at stand-up. I don't want to do it for a living or anything. I almost feel like it's something I need to do once just to say, all right, I did it. I tried it. And yeah. uh, moving on. We see a lot of those in the industry. The, uh, the one-timers? <laughs> the You're the probably one-timers. Like, Fuck this guy. What is he doing out here? Like, it's a, it's a <laughs> pipe dream or like a, like skydiving or something. Right. We usually like, I don't know, like I'll just mess with them. Like I'll be like, you don't want to do this. This, is, this will ruin your life. <laughs> you know, get out while you can. You're going to uh, bomb. You're going <laughs> to totally fail on stage. Oh, for sure. Like, you're prepared to handle that rejection, right? <laughs> like, mentally. Like, you're not going to off yourself. This oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm in new business, so I'm used to rejection. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to getting bad news. And, you know, I, I do presentations for people, and they stare at me like, who the fuck is this asshole all the time? <laughs> so I'm used to And they're not even drinking or at a club. So <laughs> Right. It uh, um, it should come naturally to me. They, uh, sometimes crowds could be terrible though with uh, that rejection. Not only will they uh, not appreciate it, but then they'll then they'll start yelling at you. <laughs> oh, I bet. Like they want to. A lot of times, I think they probably go to the club hoping someone sucks so they can boo them and, oh, and yell sure. at them. 
Razum. Has that ever happened to you? What's the what's the worst you've ever bombed? Um, well, like the worst I've been heckled. Uh, kind of recently, uh, I went to a place in uh, Bremerton. It's like some remote town in Washington. Um, and I got heckled for being Asian. Like <laughs> this woman was yelling uh, some racist, some pretty racist things at me. What? And, uh, right. Um, funny thing, I'm I'm white, <laughs> so it was just uh, okay. Just a drunk lady who uh, was just being racist. <laughs> what? Well, that's not even that's not heckling. Yeah, that's racism. It was, but I mean, like she was <laughs> laughing. But then when I was like, uh, like, what are you, what are you laughing about? And then she would just yell back, "Me so horny." I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with this lady?" Because I had no idea why she was doing all this, like. Asian stereotype, uh, stereotypical uh, banter, whatever towards yeah. me, and I thought she was making fun of the the Asian couple in the front row, and I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" And then, uh, and then it finally, someone dawned on me. She's making fun of you. I'm like, "Are you that stupid and drunk that you can't realize I'm white?" <laughs> Seriously, and, and you know what? And because it's, I guess it's okay. Like, could you imagine she was yelling out anything, n words, or just. You know, at the Asian thing, she can step on, and you know, an Asian person is not going to step right. up to her and beat her up. Uh, right? She wouldn't dare do the, anything about a black person. What a weirdo! Definitely not, because I was the only white person on that show. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. When I went to Seattle a lot, um, yeah, it's definitely not. Uh, well, no, you know, I shouldn't say it's not a melting pot or anything. There's culture. It's pretty. Up there. It's a pretty big melting pot, I would say. Is I was definitely out. Well. People actually are going to disagree with that. I know as soon as I said it, somebody, some asshole is going to be like, are you kidding me? It's all white. Yeah. But <laughs> there is a mixture here. There's only two white people in my building, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, so I mentioned business. Yeah, the other day, I'm not religious at all and just like zero. And I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm atheist or agnostic or anything. I just, I'm nothing. Like I'm just floating around in, in the universe. Fair but, enough. But I... I said for something for work, like I, I wanted this project to happen and I jokingly, totally jokingly got on my knees and I was like, Jesus, if, if, if this project happens, uh, I will start praying and I'm going to believe in you and, and something like that. Sure enough, it happened. <laughs> and I said to myself, all right, now, A, I wonder if this is how a lot of people become religious because you know they pray something happens and they think holy shit somebody was listening to me i gotta keep praying and and then if they don't answer it they say all right god's testing me like he didn't answer me whatever so i now i don't know what to do now i don't know if uh, i'm supposed to keep praying and be a good like a christian all of a sudden uh what what should i do what's your advice here i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> well i'm not going to but <laughs> I mean, whatever floats your boat, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, there's no way I am. I, I do the same thing where if like, I say, if I make this green light, then, you know, um, I'll be Superman or something. I mean, it's, just, <laughs> right? it's all just, I, uh, I always say if, uh, if I kill this, this show, I'll quit smoking weed. <laughs> oh, there you go. And I'm sure you kill it. Of course. You're not oh yeah. That. Actually, I just realized that probably means I haven't killed it yet. <laughs> oh, See, there you go. You got to give yourself a, it's good to have attainable goals, but yeah, right. that's funny. I, I read this article before I came on the show. Like the one thing I, I don't go on Facebook too often, but I like to go on there to see kind of like what, 
I don't want to say normal people are sharing, but like the articles that people are talking about. And this article that everyone's talking about is how if you smell farts, apparently it's healthy <laughs> for you. Did you see this thing circulating around? It's healthy for you? Yeah, so apparently there's something in your stomach and that what it makes gas when it comes out of you in small quantities, it helps kill cancer cells or something like that. So some asshole took that and ran with it and made a headline like, you know, <laughs> smelling farts. Um and everybody on Facebook loves that shit. Like every dad who's ever farted, you know, is sharing that. I, I get links like that from my really? dad all the time, and it uh, it kind of made me laugh. All these nasty people. Uh, <laughs> That's really funny. I guess that you, now you have like an excuse, a better excuse, if you uh, you fart with a significant other. I guess I know. so. I'll be like looking into my significant other in the future if I ever obtain one. <laughs> if I if I happen to break wind. I'll be like, hey, that's just because I'm trying to prevent that cancer. There lady. you go. You're going to have to pull up the article, though, to prove it. For sure. <laughs> you always got to back it up. Trust me. There's an online article. <laughs> of course. Let me Google that for you. So, all right. So, I, I asked you to bring a real treat to the show, and you, you sounded hesitant that you weren't sure that you had a good one. What do you... Oh, I, I talked about it already, actually. <laughs> oh, well, t- there you go. What is it? <laughs> I, I totally forgot about it. Uh, it was that Cinderella 99. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can't come on here and have a, a weed be your real treat. It can't be my treat, but it's such a good treat. <laughs> well, so what makes it so good? What makes it so Just Is it the way it tastes? It really tastes like that sweet candy. If you like, I don't even know how to completely explain how uh, um, the exact flavor, because it's kind of borderline cereal and Pez, you know? Sounds good. How do you smoke it? Through what device? Oh, I I just roll joints. I'm so old fashioned. Just joints. You don't vape or anything like that. Um, I'll I mean I'll go. I'll smoke anyway. But my my traditional my if you like if you were gonna catch me smoking or if you uh, tallied up all the ways I smoked in one day, mm-hmm. I would probably be mostly joints. Yeah, I used to like to to smoke a joint when I when I had my roommates and we were really into it. I felt like. It kind of depended on how high we wanted to get. Like, if we wanted to get fucking high, we would smoke out of the bong. Or I always felt like I got really high with blunts. Blunts always seem to get me oh, super yeah. high. I'll do it. I don't know Blunt why. to the dome. <laughs> well, you're mixing tobacco and marijuana. Oh, I guess you're and, right. And it's like a huge amount of it. Oh, my God. I know. That's <laughs> what like I knew. Two and a half grams. Oh, seriously. <laughs> that that was like when you first got a new bag. It's like, all right, let's roll blunt because we're you know living high in the hog. For sure. I would always say, how about we roll six joints? Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're going to get too high and then we're going to waste all of our weed. I know, but... Right. Yeah, we, Everybody likes blunts. So. I know, of course, especially when you first get that, like I said, that new bag, and you're like, the world is mine. I can do anything I want. <laughs> For um, sure. But yeah, when I was, uh, I'm trying to think too. Um, but yeah, vaping is cool. I, I vaped the other day, and it was like, it's so clean. It makes me feel healthy. Like, boy, this is all the the badness is taken out of it. But there's something missing. You know, you're missing that like tactile feeling, and it's so ritualistic. I bet, like, when you roll a joint you like when you when you lick it and the way it smells and it's in your fingers like like anything there's the ritual to it like making coffee or opening a beer it's there's so much more to it i look uh so industrious when i'm making my joints though just because 
I um, what I'm allergic to marijuana actually. What? Which is right. I know it's always funny when people hear it the first time. I uh, okay. I've been overexposed, is what my doctors tell me. So, if I touch it a whole bunch, I'll start breaking out in hives. So wait, so it's just the touching it, but not the smoking. Yeah, I mean, like I have to touch it, and like it just uh, it's just like any other weed. If it's like a bunch of bits around me, oh, I'll, like I'll get like a runny nose, and my lungs will start flaring up a little bit, and it'll affect my asthma. That's funny. So it's a nightmare. I mean, I had to actually quit uh, trimming weed <laughs> because it was too much for me. Wow, you know, I, it's funny you say that it's a weed because I think sometimes it's easy to forget that it is a plant that's a, a weed that you know yeah it's like a pest it will, it will mess you up i mean i've trimmed in huge circles and there's always like at least one out of ten people are allergic to it crazy so it'd be like uh what is that scotch brew is that what that stuff is that weed that grows along the, the highways or whatever oh yeah it's like if uh somebody was trimming that i don't know it's terrible for me it's so when i roll my joints i um I make sure I break. I like I put on a little mask and I get my grinder out. And I put on some gloves and I grind it all up and I make like a big jar of grind up weed. And then I uh, I use a machine and I have like a sponge and so I don't have to lick it. Wow. <laughs> and I'll make like like a couple hundred and I'll just have them off to the side for myself. Look at you. You're like, all right, it's you know the first Sunday of every month. I roll two hundred joints. Exactly. <laughs> and just exactly. You know, enjoy it. That's that's too funny. You mentioned like going to a place to cut. Here in Northern California, um, that's where I live, uh, obviously, mm. since I know your cousin. Um, that's, and now that it's legal-ish here, it's a lot different. But before, there, you know, where there's like secret pot farms were at, and people would go, a friend of mine would go like every summer or whenever, and just like live there, harvesting, like, smoking it and she made a ton of money and it was really weird but it was also dangerous i mean she would tell me like the people there didn't fuck around i mean with with guns and because they were worried about getting swooped on or or robbed and yeah people are crazy (laughs) it's crazy it's it's sort of like a lifestyle though like when you're at that level all of a sudden it could your life could turn into a movie if if somebody really did roll in like a gang to you know right i often think that (laughs) <laughs> right now that my my life is like one of those movies but during the really good part <laughs> there you go that's a good thing keep your life like a movie but just the good part just hover in that good part as long as you <laughs> there's, can there's no climax there's no there's no twist so far yeah <laughs> just roll well my real treat is kind of a good part of a movie it's the california state fair which is going on right now and i went there last weekend with my family and it was rad. Like, it's just, it's the kind yeah. of place, yeah, it's like, it's huge. I mean, it's the California State Fair. So short of like the New York State Fair, it's probably the biggest fair in America. Right on. And it's a weird dichotomy of like, there's farming, like real farming, like cowboys, and there's agriculture. But then there's just like drinking, like out of your ass, and all <laughs> the fried food. And it's seriously like a melting pot of like, the poorest people, the richest people, and, you know, everyone's there with their kids, and everything's really expensive, though, which is kind of fucked up. Um, As fairs go. Yeah, exactly. And and the carnies. So I, I learned something interesting about these carnies, though. Like, th- when they're on these <laughs> fair circuits, they travel with the carnival. They sleep there. 
They eat there. They shower there. They bang each other. They do a, <laughs> they do a ton of drugs and like hardcore drugs, not just you know fun smoking right, joints. Right, they sound like cool people. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and you see them, and it's funny to me because they're you, you sort of just suspend your safety and disbelief. I mean, you let your kids go on these rides that are ran by meth heads, and <laughs> in any other circumstance, you would never put your children's life. Or your own life in the hand of some weirdo like that with his finger on the button. So it's for sure. But there's like a bunch of you there. So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to turn on you or anything. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a bizarre thing. But it was a treat. It was an absolute treat. My kids had a blast. It's, it was so cool. hot. I know you were giving me shit for living in hot Sacramento. It's just like <laughs> everyone's sweating. It's like every person there is pitted out. Their back is sweating. It's just. Nasty, but you just roll with it. It was like a communal Ugh. sweat. I'm thinking about moving to California here pretty soon, and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> well, which part? It's L.A. Oh, it's not hot in L.A. No, it's not. Oh, I mean, no. I'm used to like 54 year-round. <laughs> okay, it's not that cold at all. It's like 70 <laughs> year-round. I like to wear like a long sleeve shirt and a heavy coat. <laughs> like that is my wardrobe. <laughs> ah, I know you're you're very like you said Pacific Northwest. Well, you can wear the long sleeve shirt, but the the coat you won't be able to bust out too often. That's gonna be a bummer. Yeah, because I got great coats. Got oh, great man. coats. <laughs> Everyone in Portland and Seattle has a serious coat game. You guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> and a hat game and a scarf game. Like you know, you know what's up. We got accessories down go. <laughs> up here. <laughs> Not here. We just have hats. That's about it. All right, so let's wrap it up. We're saying goodbye. Um, for, well, first of all, I should ask you too. Plugs, like where any anybody who's in your area that wants to find you online or, or catch you doing a show, what's what's the best place they can go to find that out? Um, you can uh, go to my website, which is whosmokesweed.me. <laughs> it's a great, uh, great. And URL. it has all my has my tour dates on there. And it, it also has a link to my show, um, Something's Burning, my marijuana cooking show, which is uh, it's on Vimeo. Nice. Um, but all the links are up on my website. Um, everything, all my info up is up on there. So beautiful. If you wanna, if you wanna find me and murder me, best way, to, best way to do it. My website. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, don't do that. But definitely check out Tyler and, and watch his show. It's or if funny. you just want to follow me on Twitter, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, don't murder on Twitter. Just just be cool. Anywhere on that spectrum. There you go. All right, so we're saying goodbye. I'm piping in a song. What what song should I be playing right now? Uh, Hand on, Hand on the Wheel by school, Schoolboy Q. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. Good song. I've been jamming that out all week. Yeah, he's great. He's so great, and he's going to be at a bumper shoot this year. Oh, nice. Which uh, I will also be performing at. Really? Um, yeah, so I'm like super excited because when we, we it's like the one time a year bumper shoot. It's this big festival in Seattle, and they have comics and like hip hop and DJs, and it's like this huge thing. And uh, we get these artist badges that allow us allow us to go everywhere. So we get like this real badass rock star feel to comedy for the first time ever. <laughs> Damn, good for you, dude. Right, so it's like super cool. We get to go. Hang out with him, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, bring one of your joints and oh, uh, for sure, I wouldn't show up empty-handed. <laughs> you know, do your thing. That's cool, man. Well, congrats, congrats on the success and, and doing your thing. And you know, I it's good to meet you. I appreciate your Thanks, time. Man. If you're ever around, or if I ever come up to Sea Town, I'll I'll hit you up and you can uh, show me your uh, one of your two hundred joints. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And I'm sure I'll be coming down to Sacramento here pretty soon. Yeah, your cousin's a trip. We we should all go grab a beer. We'd have a good time. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> nice. Right on. Well, well, thank you, Tyler. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Anytime, dude. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, that's it. Well, listen, I, I hope you enjoy marijuana, or at least hearing about it or talking about it, because, boy, that was that was the pot show. Uh, I should have been high. I don't know why. That, that, that would have been more funny. Uh, yeah, Eddie and I have done drunk shows. Maybe we should do some drug shows. I'd be too worried to do anything harder than, you know, weed or, or mushrooms or, or something like that. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. I can't get in trouble for doing a, a pot show, can I? No, fuck no. Of course I can't. Yeah, we'll do that one of these days. So, all right. Well, that's it. So thank you so much, Tyler, for coming on and, you know, being a great guest. Definitely check him out, whosmokesweed.me. And I think next week might not have a show. I think the show is going to take a break. I'm, I'm going on a bit of a vacation. And maybe something will happen. Maybe it won't. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. So listen to an older show because you love me. And I love you. And this is it. So episode 103 of Save It For The Show. This is Dan Fields. Thank you so, so much for listening. You are the best. And do your thing. You know, like it, review it, tweet it. You know what to do. And that's it. So I'll either see you next week or in a couple weeks with Mr. Eddie. Take care.